Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, what's been on my mind a lot is my latest book, which is called Hashtag PropTech. And anyone that's connected to me on social media or on my mailing list will no doubt testify to that. And don't worry, I'm going to stop shouting about it quite soon, but not just yet. But there's a story of the book, and then there is the story of making the book, applying the principles of the book, and then the story of the book writer as well. So I intend to share a little bit of all of these elements with you today. I do have a purpose though, other than promoting the book of course, which I'm not hiding from. My purpose is to share with you a kind of journey of discovery, insights, and application of some new elements into my property business, and equally, some reflections on what this has meant to me personally as well. Then, you can hopefully apply some of these reflections to your property business, as they are completely transferable. That's it then, let's go right now. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter. 2018 was not just a year marked in my calendar, it, was, it also marked the end-to-end duration of a project in learning, sharing and applying property technology or PropTech as it's known. First came the Property Voice podcast, PropTech series, so I'm assuming you already know about that and will therefore skip some of what I, I had to say about the, that from a content point of view. What was perhaps extraordinary though is the amount of planning, connecting, administering and general communication with arranging 17 special guests that can hopefully help to paint the picture or tell the story that you have, uh, that, well, that I've not even formed in my own head yet. And when I started this journey into prop tech or property technology at the end of 2017, I was just curious yet quite ignorant of all that it entails in all honesty. So the last year has meant I became a student of sorts, learning at perhaps one or two steps ahead of some of you, maybe not all of you, but some of you, and relying on some pretty big brains to help both you and I make sense of all this prop tech stuff. To confess, I have heard a couple of people say things like, I would not usually get into this subject or they found the content heavy going at times. And this is hardly a surprise as most of it is by definition technical, brand new or very recent at least and in many ways seemingly quite alien compared to the so-called simple, you know, simplicity of buying a property to sell on or rent out to a tenant in time-honoured tradition of property investment. However, I will say this, do you think the traditional retail sector, i.e. shops, with uh, its demise leading to ghost town high streets 
and uh, rethinking of the out-of-town uh, super retail park model uh, saw the threat to their business posed by the likes of Amazon, which has emerged or exploded in the last decade or so. Many did not. And in fact, several did not even react once the trend of online shopping was firmly rooted. And so they paid the price with store closures, lease defaults, and even bankruptcy. Therefore, my quest has been to alert us all to what is coming so that we can each be prepared for when the equivalent of Amazon or a collection of mini Amazons start to shake our established traditional and slow change world of property as well. I'm very grateful that 17 super smart people chose to share their knowledge and experience with all of us over the first half of 2018, therefore. The second half of 2018 was all about turning what I had learned into another format, which could be an aid or reference, not only to what is coming, but also to what is here and available right now in property technology. I will return to the process of writing and publishing the book later. In the meantime, I wanted to pause and briefly share some of the practical ways in which I have personally changed or adapted my own property business as a result of some of the insights and knowledge that I and my guests on the last series shared. And here are just some of the practical examples in headline format, format rather, of how I have applied aspects of PropTech through what I learned in 2018. First, I introduced alternative energy sources into projects. I'm now an energy supplier, would you believe, in, in some of my projects. This is not only green, but it's also profitable. I now lay Cat5 cabling inside the walls of HMOs and serviced accommodation during the refurbishment and conversion to ensure that each room has fast, uh, sorry, has hardwired super fast internet access. And this future-proofs my investment, keeps my customers, i.e. tenants and guests, happy as well. Third, I have now used or am considering using alternative building methods such as timber frame construction and prefab pods in the garden, which has saved me money and time already. Fourth, I was seriously considering, considering artificial intelligence property management and so wanted to be a guinea pig with Ask Porter's robot property manager. But it looks like I'll have to wait for their second or third wave, sadly. There's a better and more cost-effective alternative of using AI instead of expensive agents and start, or staffing up my own management property, uh, property management company, that's for sure. Fifth, keyless access for service accommodation. I love the way that keyless audio-visual remote access entry systems can be managed from your smartphone from halfway around the, the world and it's all just possible with a few hundred quid investment. I've used DIY uh, rental property listings uh, services through new online tech and apps such as Home Renter and UPad over the course of the last year. And this makes self-management a more viable and cost-effective option, which of course is a defensive response in these Section 24 profit squeezed days. Number seven, the world of fintech or financial technology is literally exploding. I have invested in prop tech startups, I've used uh, crowdfunding sites, invested in cryptocurrency, and I love 
you know, to look at what the specialist prop tech VCs or venture capitalists are getting into now. And this means it's now possible to have access to investments and funding um, that's not really possible or was not really possible or widespread just a couple of years ago. Number eight, I'm now in the process of deploying remote monitored motion detection CCTV for a vacant site. Now, insurers place restrictions and policy conditions where a property is empty pending works, not to mention the risk, cost and delay to the property and project of theft or damage. So technological solutions, you know, being able to detect motion and even view and speak to someone on your site can deliver a security solution remotely at a lower cost compared to physical on-site security. And when you consider that I was asked to pay £1,000 per week for some fencing and a periodic security patrol, this does take a significant chunk out of the development project, I can tell you, so it's well worth looking into alternatives. Number nine, utilizing big data in my property searches, such as using sites like Land Insight, which can help sift through large amounts of data to serve up opportunities which are tailor-made to your own criteria to pursue a, a reduced time input, thus reducing sourcing time and cost. And finally, number 10, which is a bit of a collection really, in addition to new technologies, I've also extended some of the existing technologies that I'd already started to use, such as um, digital signatures, e-learning, mobile banking, and offshore staffing, to name just a few prop tech technologies that I continue to use and extend, extend using. In other words, some of these applications were not even in my conscious mind a year ago, let alone being considered for implementation directly into my property business. And had I not deployed these prop tech advances, I would have lost time, money, deals, tenants, and both clients and investors as well, I believe. So these advances are enabling and fueling the growth, service, and profitability of my property business and are providing me with a competitive advantage as well. And do you know what? I'm still only scratching the surface of what is possible out there. And that's both scary and inspiring at the same time. You see, I have no intention of becoming the dodo awaiting extinction because I cannot fly with the eagles out there. How about you? So returning to the book writing and publishing process, what are my reflections? Well, if you ever have ever published a book, you'll know that writing the book is literally less than half the story. Research, interviews, fact-checking, proofreading, graphics and design, file conversion, printing, publishing platforms, promotion, and several other elements eat up lots of time and stretch you out of your comfort zone as a content creator, or if you're not really a content creator and you're just an investor or a, an industry, you know, industry practitioner, if you like, um, it stretches you even further outside of your comfort zone. And I had to overcome writer's block, or procrastination, to give it its correct term. In addition, deal with some family squabbles. After all, my daughter did the graphic design. If you've ever worked with a family member, you probably know what I mean. A host of technical issues, such as formatting, you know, incompatibility across different applications, dealing with, you know, publisher restrictions and that sort of thing. 
Then there was the threat of a missed deadline and hence one of my goals for the year. Additional costs to get things done and in some cases redone. I had to deal with stress, more work than the usual routine, daily routine, weekly routine or day job uh, and all that that entails. And of course there's something new to learn, digest and apply literally every week. It's not easy and that's why not that many people ever get the book that's in them out of them. Was it all worth it? Well, I'd say yes, it was. You might think that prop tech is, uh, is not your thing and you might find the topic heavy going. However, that person that said it wasn't their thing has also said they took away some, some key ideas to implement to their own business as well, having read the book. So it did have an end benefit uh, that can be directly applied immediately. Let's not forget that. Clearly, for me personally, I made it more than just a head knowledge project and have actively applied much of what I discovered along the way and that's definitely a tangible plus from the effort of last year. Then I get to call myself a twice published author as well. <laughs> My first book was an Amazon bestseller and if you want to help make uh, make the second one achieve the same accolade, um, uh, which is the PropTech book of course, then there's an easy way for you to do that, isn't there? And to make it super easy, there's a special price offer running, although only until this Saturday, the 19th of January, where you can get the book for just $2.99 in Kindle format. The paperback comes in two formats or editions. There's the black and white one, and then there's the full color one. And uh, Jane Owen at Your Property Network says it looks great, by the way. So uh, that's quite an endorsement. Now, if you're really smart, you will have already bought or will now buy, on the strength of what I'm about to say, the Property Investor Toolkit book. Um, obviously, time might be against you, but hopefully you can still take advantage of what I'm about to say. And here's why. All you have to do is register for the book bonuses for the Toolkit book, and then I will tell you how you can even uh, how you can buy the full color version of the PropTech book, which retails at £17.50, for the next couple of days for just one pound. And the black and white version retails at $7.99, but that's available for just $2.99, um, which is the same price as the Kindle special offer. And, and both of these books, you look with them, you, you also get the PDF version if you prepare, excuse me, prefer to read digitally as well. I'm getting quite excited about this, as you can probably tell. So you don't have much time to take advantage of these uh, super offers, which are carefully designed to reward loyal and action takers, uh, or, or rather loyal action takers. There shouldn't have been an end in there. So what are you waiting for? If you also want to feel good about the purchase, all book royalties go towards the cost of running the property voice and not into my back pocket. So you're supporting a good cause uh, in terms of knowledge sharing in the property community as well. So you feel good about it too. Before I finish, there's another aspect of the process that really struck me as I thought about what to share with you today, and that is solitude. Writing, by definition, requires long periods of time alone, and that's a kind of parallel to being a property investor too, you know. In fact, I was speaking to uh, both an existing and a new uh, TPV, or the Property Voice Apprentice, about this just last week. Having support and accountability is often not as valued as time, know-how and money in this business. However, we are humans and so we're designed to interact. 
But as property investors, we're often alone, especially in the early stages. But in the process of writing the book, I had people around me for lots of aspects of the project. So this helped to push me forward and achieve better results than if I'd have been completely alone. I'm certain of that. However, this is my key takeaway point really, that perhaps you can apply to your property journey more widely, not just about writing a book or even applying property technology, even if you're not considering writing the book, of course. Getting some accounts and uh, sorry accountability and support around you can help to drive you forward and achieve more with fewer resources and in less time. Trust me on that. So no heavy sell or push in a specific way, as some of you have already reached out to me about this topic and we're in discussion. Suffice to say that I have already filled a couple of seats on the next TPV apprenticeship, which starts in March. And, and that's before there's been any promotion or uh, advertising uh, whatsoever. Although there are you know, just one or at a push, two spots open still for that particular intake if you want to be considered for the, for the next program. There's plenty of support and accountability in the program, I can assure you of that. Enough said then. Overall then, it's been really interesting how this book, book publishing process has changed certain aspects of how I now operate as a landlord investor myself. It's amazing how developments in prop tech is progressing and the process of writing the book has helped me not only to see these changes but to apply many of them even as a, a potential property dinosaur too. So how could hashtag prop tech, the book, help you as a property investor, developer, industry service provider or homeowner? Well, perhaps Dan Hughes or at Property Dan on Twitter if you want to look him up summed it up best when he said, technology will change real estate and however you react to it, you must understand what is going on. This book will help you do just that. So whether you buy the book or not, I strongly suggest that you stay aware of what is coming in terms of property technology, as I am convinced that it will have a significant impact on our industry over the next five to 10 years. And if you have that sort of time horizon, you'll need to respond that's for sure. But equally, if you want to be ahead of the game, well, maybe the book can help you to do that a little bit too. Okay, so that's me done for another week. Don't forget the show notes are available over on our website, thepropertyvoice.net. And if you want to talk about anything from today's show, or just talk about property investing more generally, you know you can email me personally, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'll be very happy to hear from you. And all that's left to say now is thank you very much for listening once again this week. And until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.